Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again Congresswoman Erin Halchin, who represents Indiana's 9th Congressional District on Capitol Hill. Good morning to you, Congresswoman. How are you this morning? Good morning, Tom. Doing great. And, of course, a lot going on, a lot uh, of some things going on uh, revolving around the East Palestine-Ohio train derailment and all the after effects of that. And uh, you had a chance to uh, check on uh, water safety, particularly since, you know, good portion of your, uh, you know, um, good portion of your district is uh, bordered by the Ohio River. Yes. Yeah, so the Biden administration following the train derailment has really not been transparent enough with the American people about the train derailment, um, particularly um, in East Palestine, but also with communities along the Ohio River. Uh, the contaminants from the um, train derailment did traverse uh, down the Ohio River. And, um, you know, I wasn't getting a lot of information, so I reached out directly to IDEM and EPA, um, and they have been really tremendous. Um, IDEM and the Ohio River Valley Water Sanitation Commission, who's leading the effort of, of tracking the contaminants, um, or SANCO. Um, and after my conversations with them on water safety issues uh, specific to the Ohio River, uh, I organized a call with all the local officials between IDEM and Orsanco um, to make sure that any of the local communities on the river uh, would have their questions answered uh, relative to the disaster. And, of course, you mentioned the uh, the state uh, agencies and then also the, uh, the more regional one. Now, as far as the uh, federal EPA, uh, have you been able to uh, drill down on them as far as uh, water safety? Well, EPA directed us to Orsanco, who okay. was doing all the monitoring and testing. Um, EPA did. They were responsive to our request for information. Um, we were the first, actually, downriver from the... We were the first uh, congressional office downriver from the uh, derailment to make an inquiry about contaminants in the river. Um, and so they directed us back to Orsanko, who was doing the actual monitoring of, of those contaminants. Um, they were monitoring those um, consistently in before, during, and after they traversed the Ohio River across the 9th District. Um, and we're not finding any levels that were detectable of the contaminants by the time they got uh, past us. So, um, you know, they're continuing to monitor uh, for water safety uh, along the Ohio River and will for at least the next couple of months, maybe beyond that. You know, their their systems are now calibrated to find these um, contaminants. And so um, I, I thank IDEM and Orsanko for their efforts. Um, we're going to keep working with them to keep those uh, areas updated as needed um, as this continues to evolve. And, of course, uh, you're in the uh, the district right now, but you're heading back to uh, D.C. And uh, as far as uh, the week ahead is concerned, uh, uh, what do you uh, foresee as uh, some uh, things that uh, some of the issues that will be uh, popping up in the House of Representatives? Yeah, we had a good couple of weeks here in the district at home. I always, um, you know, it's always best. I always love being here more than there. <laughs> um, but we had some visits with um, some nonprofit organizations, specifically United Way, um, some business uh, owners and uh, business development um, folks specific to our work on the Education and Workforce Committee. Um, I even visited my alma mater, uh, Stafford High School, to talk with the American Studies class and 
and take a tour of their, um, not only their renovations, but they're also doing pre-K right there at the school for the community. So lots of good stuff going on in the district. Um, ready to go back. Um, this week, we're going to be looking at um, data privacy. Um, we will um, be having a hearing uh, on the data, data privacy bill in the House Financial Services Committee. That's an issue I um, worked on in the state legislature. Uh, what I found was there are 50 different ways of dealing with data privacy across the country, and uh, it warranted a need for a federal standard. And so that's what we're working on is a federal standard to keep consumer data private and to hold accountable those um, entities uh, for any breach of our privacy as Americans uh, with our with respect to our data. And then, um, you know, we're also working on taking out these woke um, po- political priorities out of investments and out of banking, and we're going to be working on that, too. Um, so there's some important legislation that's going to be coming up this week on those fronts. Um, I'm still going to be working on the... Um, the Ed and Workforce Committee as well, which we're dealing with, you know, of course, literacy, um, parents' bill of rights, um, and putting parents back in charge of, of their kids' education. Um, again, trying to focus on reading, writing, uh, science, math, and less about these uh, woke ideologies. And we're speaking with Congresswoman Erin Halchin, and uh, you mentioned going back to your alma mater and speaking to the students and uh uh, I'm sure you get some uh, pretty interesting questions from the kids. I mean, you do. Do you get a uh, what kind of reception did you get? You know, the kids. Uh, I think they're still learning about how you know they're early, a little bit early in their American studies, um, and it's not government. So I think they were a little wide-eyed, but they had some good questions. You know, I had my foray into politics um, started as an intern at the state senate um, when I was a senior in college, and I had received an email about potential internships and um, decided I should maybe try to do that. It sounded interesting. And so I was telling this story just sort of about the journey. And one of the students said, what do you, do you ever think about what your life would be like if you had not gotten that email? (laughs) (laughs) And I do think about that sometimes that, you know, my life would be totally different if I hadn't received that email or if I had not responded to it. I met my husband as an intern. So uh, you know, we were both interns in the same year, and so my life probably would would be totally different had I not, um, you know, gotten that email. But I thought that was a, a really, you know, really interesting question for them to ask. As they uh, they say, you, you just never know how the uh, how the how the twigs will be bent, so to speak. So that's uh, wow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's great. So, uh, but uh, so nevertheless, uh, you uh, interned and uh, you got the political bug. I did, and actually, I told I told this story to the students that um, what had the most impact on me, and, and this teacher recently passed away from Scottsburg, but I had one of the best teachers I ever had was my sixth grade teacher, uh, Mrs. Gullion, and uh, when I was an intern in the state house, she was up. I, I saw her at the state house. She was there to advocate in committee from home, you know, my hometown, uh, for the creation of charter schools, and um, she ended up. They were successful in creating the charter schools legislation, and she started a charter school in my hometown, actually right next to where my parents, where I grew up. Um, so she had a huge impact on me being able to see someone that I knew and respected from my hometown advocating and changing the law. Uh, and that's really when it hit me that this was this is what I wanted to be doing, making that kind of a difference. 
All right. That's that's a great story. And uh, um, how can uh, folks get a hold of you in the uh, meantime if they have an issue with a uh, federal agency or they have questions about uh, the legislative process? Sure. The website is howchin.house.gov, and they can always go there to uh, get all the uh, information they need to um, connect with us on constituent issues. We do have our district staff um, up and and running and ready to to be helpful. And, of course, if anybody is visiting D.C., uh, please let us know. We'd love to see you. That's right. So, and of course, uh, the House uh, or the Capitol uh, has obviously uh, reopened uh, for tours. So uh, that's uh, I know that a lot of uh, spring break trips and so forth. And uh, imagine you'll be uh, available or at least your staff will be available for uh, the said trips during spring break. Yes, we're happy to give Capitol tours. Um, I think, you know, my staff, um, they they will they can do that. Or if I'm available, I'm happy to do it. Um, we will be happy to take you on Capitol tours when Republicans took back the majority and we reopened the House of the People. And we're very proud of uh, that, uh, you know, Americans can come to the Capitol and visit their Capitol and uh, you can come and visit your congressional office as well. So we're in 1632 in the Longworth building and always love to see people from home visit uh, D.C. All right. So, again, that is Houchin. Dot house.gov for more information or uh, questions and so forth to contact uh, Congresswoman Houchin's office. So, again, uh, Congresswoman Erin Houchin, we appreciate your time, uh, safe travels, and we will talk to you again in two weeks. Thank you, Tom. Take care. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste.